0: Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six pack help me as a soccer player?
1: Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. Eve you know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger.
0: Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest edition of the Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. How are you doing today, man? I'm chilling, bro. Like, I'm
1: literally chilling. It's, <laughs> it's like two degrees outside in Boston. It's crazy. I, I can't... Dude. There's, there's snow everywhere on the ground, you know. So no more no more pickup soccer for me for like, I think two months because it takes about that long for the snow to melt, providing that we don't get any rain or there's no it doesn't warm up. It's gonna be that long, man. It's gonna be that long. That's crazy, man. This is I'm telling
0: you guys, it's foot football season for real. Um, no, it is. Go work out, mm-hmm. you know. Get your gains on, you know it. It's that time of the year. It's
1: ball club season for me. <laughs> it's time to focused. go back to the gym again, doing some plyometrics, man. It feels good.
0: Yeah, I, I see you out there doing some core stability, and that oh, leads yeah, right, right into our topic of today.
1: Um, mm, Even with that 6 it. packs, man.
0: Yeah, we, we both get so many questions about, about the six-pack, and today we are going to tackle the question of, um, will a six-pack help me as a soccer player?
1: Mm, no it depends depends on which department you're talking about
0: <laughs> we're talking on the pitch performance Uh
1: that's um, it oh man
0: i mean in life shit it might help everywhere too but uh we're gonna talk core we're gonna talk abs six pack the difference between all of those things um first i'm gonna start it off with what is your six pack what is, what are your abs and then Bird's gonna kind of go into the details a little bit about how that's different from your core so Um, if you picture a six pack, we've all seen these like skeleton muscular models where you see like this big muscular guy with all of his muscles exposed. And the six pack is just a series of kind of three muscles side by side in a row. So you have six of them that run from your lower ribs all the way down to your pubic bone. And the way that the, the six pack is kind of different from the rest of your core is that you also have all these other muscles around it, which are equally important. But your six pack is just the one that's in the front that's getting the most attention. Is that right, Bert? Yeah.
1: yeah, that is the one that's the most superficial. That's the one that you see all the time when Cristiano Ronaldo takes off his shirt. That's the one that you've been conditioned to know about. We've been conditioned to actually get your whole life. And that is the one that's, like you said, it's, it's the most superficial one that you see. But, you know, like you mentioned as well, you know, if we're talking about core in general, that's just one part. That is just one part of it. And they had me believe that for my whole life, basically. Six packs is your core, but it's really not nice. It's only one part. You know, if, if we go into detail, you know, there's the superficial layer, the, the the layer that you see um, when, you know, you take off your shirt and you see those those six, six little, those square-y, um, squarely muscle. That's just one part. And then if you go a layer deep, you know, you get, you know, what you would call your your internal and external oblique. You know, this is n- another layer of your abs that help you with, you know, a little bit of rotation. And then you have, if you go deeper, you have something called your transverse abdominis, which is really, really deep. And, you know, in, in physical therapy, you know, you, they, we, we actually make people feel that muscle. So, so we can have them engage it. And that's, that's really deep into your, into your stomach. If you, if you, if you um kind of like sort of like do like a, a stomach vacuum and, and it kind of like bulge into your hand. That's that's the deepest layer. And then if you want to go a little bit further, you have your quadratus lumborum. That one is helping you with anti-lateral flexion. That's the one that most people don't talk about. And I don't know if you agree, but to some extent, Andy, you can add your 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 back muscle as well, your multifidi, your spinal erector, the big bulgy muscle that's in your back, your lower back. And to some extent, you can add your glute muscle and your hip rotators.
0: I think I agree with all of that. Um, in my mind, if it doesn't, if it doesn't directly move your legs or your arms, I consider a core muscle because... Um, in my opinion, your core is everything that stabilizes your entire trunk, Yes, where your six pack is, but stabilizes your back, your upper back, lower back, your core, everything. And stability training is so important for everything in sport. Um, but let's get a little bit back into, um, what the six pack is. And Berg, we, we all get this question a lot. How, let's say somebody wants a six pack and there's, there's no way you can stop them. They're determined. They're they determined. need it to
1: happen for, for whatever reason. They want to get the girls just like, just like they've seen the movie. All exactly.
0: Right. So what is this, this elusive guy to
1: getting a six-pack, in your opinion? What do you have to do? <sighs> so believe it or not, guys, six-pack has a lot to do, you know, because it's the most superficial muscle of your, of your, of your abdominal muscle. It, it's really, it really comes down to diet than anything. I can tell you, like, and if diet or if you're blessed with a fast metabolism, of course, whatever you eat, you know, you, you know, your body absorb it right away, and you don't, you have a really low body fat percentage. You know, if you're blessed in that department, yep, your your six packs is gonna show. But if you're not, and you may be doing tons of crunches as much as you want, but if you're not eating well, you don't have a fast metabolism, or you're burning fat very fast you know, that, that thing's going to hide. It's going to, it's going to hide there. You're not going to see it much. You can feel it in your hands, but you take off your shirt, you look in the mirror, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be hidden under (laughs) a chunk of layer of fat.
0: And I I think you kind of hit it there perfectly is everybody has a six pack. It's just that you can't see it on some people because under that layer of skin there, there's a pretty hefty layer of fat. And depending on your body type and where your body likes to keep your fat, Um, it might be thicker in that layer than other people. And if you happen to be one of those people that has a thick layer of fat there, then it's going to be even harder to see. And a lot of it comes down to diet, right? Which is why on, um, a lot of like very skinny people and very young athletes who have a very low body fat percentage, they often have a six pack. Um, not because they're very strong in their core but just because of the fact that they have a
1: very low body fat percentage and it's mm, too easily visible. You hit it well there, the, the main message. You know, just because you have a six pack doesn't mean your core is strong. Definitely, definitely. You hit, it, you hit it well. And a strong core
0: is very, very different from having a six pack, right? Because as we said earlier, what is the job of the core? Its, its main role is to stabilize your trunk, right? Your upper body and your lower body to allow the rest of your extremities like your legs and your arms to move efficiently. Right. Yes, sir. So just because it's visible, that doesn't mean it's doing its job, which is to stay
1: stable. That is correct. You know, when you, when you, when you're out there, you are running on the field, you're cutting, shooting, you know, like, like Andy said, you know, the, 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 the core works as it stabilizes you so that, you know, like you said, your arm and, and leg can, can do what it's supposed to do. It, it's, it's a link between upper body strength and lower body strength. So think about this, right? So if I, if I quickly rotate my arm really fast, right, if my core has to, like, get really tight so that that added movement of my arm doesn't get transferred too much into my leg, or let's say, you know, I kick something really hard, I move my leg, then my trunk has to really tighten up so that that added movement doesn't get transferred up into, you know, my my, my upper body. You know, you see, see, for example, you kick, you, you kick a ball, right? And then your leg sort of like does the circle and you rotate. And next thing you know, if your core is not strong enough, your whole trunk is going to rotate too. That's why, you know, if it, when it comes to shooting, your shooting power, you see guys shoot you know, their legs really extend really back and then go all the way forward. But if you look at their trunk, it it, it doesn't really move as much. And that's one of the main reasons why it doesn't move as much is because your core got to really stabilize you so that all that added movement doesn't transfer over. So when you're training, you know, you should really think about stabilizing exercises. Yeah, definitely. And stability
0: exercises are key hey, can we bust one more myth please I, I forgot I was gonna mention this earlier if you guys do a ton of crunches will that help your core somewhat it will definitely not guys doing a bunch of crunches and a bunch of ab exercises will not help you burn your belly fat it's just not gonna happen um, just like before when we when we mentioned where your body has certain places where it likes to store your fat and some people it goes on their belly, some people it goes on their legs, some people it goes on their arms. Well, your body also has methods of going to fat stores to when it needs to burn it, right? So your body might say, hey, if I'm starting to be low on calories, first I'm gonna go to your legs and then I'm gonna go to your arms and then I'm gonna go to your belly. You know, yep. there's, there's no magic trick to spot burn fat throughout the human body.
1: Sadly, no, man. You, you're just gonna have like a really, really tight Tight abs under that layer of fat, of course. But if you want that thing to show, you gotta, you gotta think about what you're eating. Yeah, definitely. Think about what you're eating. So, in terms of, so, Andy, if I, if I, let's say I, 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 spurge out all this information telling you that, okay, so, um, I may want that six pack abs, but also want the performance benefit of working my core, right? So, what do I need to do when I go to gym? Um, so, for example, say I've been doing, you know, I didn't know any better. I've been doing tons of crunches at the gym thinking, oh, I'm working my core. Now you just listen to this podcast and you find some new information and say, oh, shoot. So it turns out working my core is just one part. I'm doing crunches to, to get my six pack to show is just one part of core workout. What else do I need to add into my, my training now to, to get that added stabilizing um, effect? Of my core.
0: There there is so much you can do here. And um let's start all the way from the top because any um good strength training program is going to have things like squats and deadlifts in them. And just like you use your core in every movement, you have to use them in these movements as well. So being sure that you're using proper form, you know, cueing things like ribs down could think can help with that. Um you really use your core on every single exercise. And if you're not, you should be. Um, there are plenty of guides and resources where you can go to online that can, um, that can help you with that. Um, in addition to these kind of big movements, functional movements like squat, deadlift, you also have stability training, right? Yeah. So you can do things like planks and side planks, very simple, easy movements that you can do anywhere. You can even do them like while you're watching TV or whatever um, that train your core to stay stable. And I believe where you started doing this recently, and I haven't gotten a chance to look too deep into
1: it. But these anti-rotation exercises. Oh, Can yeah, you talk
0: a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, anti-rotation exercise are key. Well, if I if I if I if I'm taking a little, if I let, let, just like you, I'm just gonna go back a little bit. So first, you know, I, I read um, Mike Boyle's book about you know um, functional training. That's not a plug, uh, just, <laughs> just to let you know. But um, he he mentioned this. He said, you know, if you really think about core exercise, you should be thinking about this. You should be thinking about anti-extension. So, think about extending your back, right? So, when you do core training, you should think about anti-extension. And then he goes into anti-lateral flexion. So, side bending, you should do exercise that prevents side bending. You should do ex- anti-rotation exercise. You should ex- do exercise that prevent rotation. Because when you think about it, when you're sprinting, you know, arms flying forward and back, then your trunk is basically staying very straight. It's not rotating as much. You, you eliminating, your, your core is working to prevent rotation. So when you think about core exercise, again, so it's anti-extension. Like, so like Andy said, your plank, right? Your, your, your medicine ball rollout, your ab rollout. And you think about anti-lateral flexion. That's basically, you know, when you think about farmer's carry, you hold a weight into one hand and then you walk. You think about it, you hold that big weight into one hand, right? Your whole body wants to follow the weight. So now you have to really, really, really engage your, your interlateral flexors so that your trunk remain kind of straight while you hold that weight onto your arm. Think about anti-rotation. There's like kneeling and then you have a, what they call it? They, they call it the pall of press. I don't know if I'm using the right word for it. Um, See, there's like band anti, anti-rotation press. What you do is you you, you kind of kneel down, right? And then you have a band attached to the wall. And then you kind of stay parallel to the wall, but the band is kind of like perpendicular to the wall. And basically what you do is you bring the band towards your chest, and then you push out. And then you're going to feel that your body wants to turn because the band wants to pull you towards the wall, but you have to do everything you can to re- keep that thing straight while you do it. So... Those are the, like I would say, if you want to add more stabilization exercise to your you know, training, so you think about anti-extension, anti-lateral flexion, and anti-rotation. And you know, there's also, it's not just the core. Remember, we talk about you know, your glute, your hamstring, your hip rotators are all in there. So you also got to think about single leg exercise. That one really, 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 really comes handy to help you stabilize everything. Yeah, definitely. We can
0: do a whole other episode, which we probably will. I'm going to add right all to the list right after this single leg exercises. But in terms of the the whole six-pack thing, I think we can kind of sum it up with this. Um, A strong core will help you and a six-pack may help you. And If it does, it's because you also have a strong core with it. That is correct. Word, word. All right. You got word. anything else for our listeners today?
1: No, no. Um it's just just when you go to the gym, you know, you you can do your crunches, but after you do your crunches and add the things that's gonna help you in, in terms of performance on the field. Because crunches just by itself is not enough.
0: Yep, agreed.
1: Well, agreed. Outside of the pitch though, it may be a different story. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't this know. But true, on the yeah. pitch, uh not quite, not quite. Mm.
0: All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. All right. Peace.